Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert and me, Ryan Dilks, and your pro tipster, it's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, how are you? Hello. Um, on cloud nine right this second, just had the um, winner at Aintree, the 16-1 to one photo finish one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's good. Fair play. Feels oh, yeah, yeah. That, my dad had him as well. Um, I had Brazil. He came third, unfortunately. Well, they might have come second in the end, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so not as on not on cloud nine like you, but still feeling very positive. I tell you what, we've got a crazy weekend of sport coming up, Jimmy, haven't we? I was, I was thinking about it, right? We've got Liverpool Man City this weekend. Obviously, all the normal Premier League Championship action anyway. We've got the Masters, yeah. got the Grand National got the f1 i don't really care about the f1 but you've got so much going on that it's a punter's paradise this weekend isn't it oh it's gonna be amazing it's the biggest of big games in the premier league isn't it i i can't yeah. well obviously just these two i just love the rivalry between these two it's gonna be massive you also got all the playoff races going on that's just getting even tighter and tighter massive games all around isn't they yeah it's gonna yeah. be amazing so much going on, ladies and gentlemen, and this is the second tier betting. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our best bet for the championship this weekend, our next best bet and a long shot. And then we'll finish things off with a little treble right at the end as well. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. Jimmy, how did you get on last week just before we get on to our bets? Oh, it's bad. It's been bad. It was bad. Um, my nap, Barnsley on the card handicap, That were, that they both got two uh cards two cards each so we got our state back i had overs in derby's game against preston i think the red card for liam Lindsay probably threw that one off a bit but i don't know if it ever looked likely and then he had cameron archer anytime uh, in the same game derby against preston i don't know if it came close again they went down to 10 men quite early frustratingly he scored uh in midweek but the price weren't as good so just play the prices don't we but i'm just looking at the spread uh the the where i track the profit and loss and it's just a lot of zeros a lot of losing mm. bets at the minute it's been rough but um yeah it has been a very weekend rough for me yeah it has been very rough for both of us and i just can't get a win at the moment i promise i used to be good at this betting malarkey uh no winners for me last week again and um, i was doing so well for the first half of the season. Then I was absolutely flying from New Year up until about mid-February. And then I've just, actually, not even mid-February, it's about March. And then it's just all gone to pot recently. So I've gone simple this week, Jimmy. I don't know about you. I've just mm. gone simple um, on the nose for my nap. And then uh, I've looked at a couple of other bits for my next best bet and long shot as well. But let's have it then, Jimmy. What's your best bet for the championship this weekend? Yeah, it's weird you said you've gone simple because I was looking at some of the bets I've been pulling out and I just thought, you're making it hard. I've I've tried to just be, like, just simple. Yeah, it's weird what it does to you when it's not just bets for yourself. You're trying to get winners for other people. It's a different kind of pressure. Anyway, stop rabbiting. There's um, my nap, Borough, minus one, Asian handicap against Hull. That was at 21 to 20 with bet365. Uh, yes, so it is third to till eight from the championship table is as tight as can be. Four points separating that bunch. You can barely get a Rizzler between a Rizzler paper between third and sixth, and it's just setting up for a grandstand finish. And obviously, Borough are right amongst it. Um, seventh, I think. Oh, that might have changed since the result no, last they night. Are seventh. They are seventh. Yeah. 
Seventh, right, good. Um, game in hand, 62 points. But they've got an ace up their sleeve, and that is their home form. They've got seven games left. Four of those are at home. And crucially, they've only lost one of their last nine at the Riverside, and that was Fulham on Wednesday. But I, I don't know if they deserve to lose that. I thought it was a bit of an odd performance, but on the balance of play, I thought that was probably good for a point. But Fulham's quality, obviously, shone through. Anyway, um, under Wilder, they've played 22. They've won 12, but two-thirds of those victories have come at home. So, um, at the Riverside, they have won eight of their 11 games under Wilder. The only um, their three losses was obviously Fulham on Wednesday, Preston North End and Millwall. Um, so, taking them with a minus one goal on the Asian handicap looks good to me uh, against a Hull side. Um, whose form's been patchy of late. Uh, I think they've only won twice since the start of February. Uh, they are 11 points clear of the drop. So, all in all, it's been a successful season for the Tigers. Um, but I think they're just sort of with nothing to play for. It looks like the season might just be winding down. I, I, not to be disrespectful, but in comparison with Borough, who've got everything to go at, it's just they might not be. They might just not be able to match. The host intensity. So I think taking Borough minus one Asian handicap, the bet you get your state back if Borough do only win by a goal, but uh, the bet's a winner if uh, Borough win by more than a goal and it just bulks up the price to over even money. So that's my nap. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at Middlesbrough to win myself, but I couldn't find any value. Um, to go around it to try and shape it up. I was looking at Middlesbrough and both teams to score, but decided mm. to avoid it in the end. But that sounds uh, like perfect logic to me, obviously having the insurance um, of them just winning anyway, which they should do considering their home form is immaculate. Uh, should, looks like it's a very good bet there, Jimmy. My nap, my best bet this week is Sheffield United win at home to Bournemouth, 7-5 at Betfair. Jimmy the Punt will be a massive fan of that one considering he is a big Blades fan. But I'm fancying Sheffield United to cause more problems for Scott Parker's side. Of course, both teams still looking to get back to the Premier League. Bournemouth was looking like it should be pretty safe and sound, but I've started to have a few concerns over them, after they, especially after they lost to West Brom in midweek. Um, the reason, the main reason I'm fancying Sheffield United is because of their home form, which has been sensational. They're unbeaten at Bramall Lane since November and have won eight from their last 11 games on home soil as well. Billy Sharp could be back as well, which would be a big boost for the Blades. But they have shown that they can still win without him. Meanwhile, Bournemouth, they're a side with plenty of question marks, aren't they? They're, in, they're inconsistent as anything. And it's quite often difficult to predict which Bournemouth team you're actually going to get. Automatic promotion is still the aim, but right now they're doing a great job of giving teams like Forest, in particular a chance of pipping them right at the death. And as well, Bournemouth are coming off the back of a really poor display away at West Brom. They were really, really poor. And West Brom were really poor against Birmingham at the weekend. So it makes sense of that one. Um, and they've also dropped points to the likes of Peterborough and Reading in recent times as well. This is this is a really tricky time for Bournemouth. Of course, they got a really horrible run of games and losing to West Brom at the start of that horrible run of games is not a great way to kick things off, is it? And Sheffield United away 
is nearly as difficult as it gets. So I fancy a Sheffield United wins. Keep the race for the top two looking very tasty. Seven to five at Betfair, that is. A Sheffield United win at home to Bournemouth. Jimmy the Punt, the Blades fan, what are you thinking? Yeah, that's a bet. Uh, that's probably one that I'd pick with my heart, not my head. But I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you like the look of us to win. Uh, like you say, the the home form, United just don't really get beat at home under Heckingbottom. And central to that is how little they give away. The off the top of my head, when you were just thinking, I was just trying to think of goals we conceded recently that I've seen, and the only one I can think of, uh, like I say, off the top of my head, it's not a fact. But when West Brom slipped against Borough, I can't think of any big chances getting give away. And just quickly on Bournemouth, we spoke about it with all the January signings. We thought it might unsettle the group, and it looks slightly to be the case. And also, it's personally, I don't think the team to be the team being shot at, looking over your shoulder is where you want to be at the business end of the season. And like you say, they're stuttering, losing momentum, big squad, a lot of uh, like really good players, maybe tough to keep settled. So, yeah, I would love to see it un- unravel for them on Saturday as a Sheffield United fan. And I'd love I to think, see I think everyone, everyone wants it to unravel, don't they? Just for the pure entertainment factor. We've got nothing against Bournemouth as a football club, but they're doing a great job of making it look like it's unravelling. But there have been a lot of questions about um, mainly their defence, really. Um, Nat Phillips has not <clears> impressed <throat> every Bournemouth fan since coming in. That's but going so forwards... Good. Yeah, he was brilliant for Liverpool last season, wasn't he? But he's not really impressed too much in a Bournemouth shirt. But going forwards, they create a lot of half chances. They don't create an overwhelming amount of golden chances, if you see what I mean. And I think coming up against Sheffield United as well, who are really solid defensively, that's just going to frustrate Bournemouth, um, especially as the game goes on. Anyway, Jimmy, what's your next best bet for this weekend? Yeah, interesting because um, I've gone Forest to win and the game to feature over one goal. They play Birmingham. Now, uh, that's at 11 to 10 with 365. Sorry, it, it just basically takes out the 1 0 win, anything else, and, and the bets are winner as long as Forest win. Um, and it's a revival of like gargantuan proportions at the city ground for Forest if you look at them over the season. I mean, four games into it, the four losses, zero points, that the fewest points won in the league. Uh, Hutton was sacked and Steve Cooper's come in and up the tricky trees have grown, arisen. They're flying. Um, only Fulham have won more points since Forest since their new Supremo's arrival. Forest have won 60 in that time. They've played 30, won 17, drawn nine and lost four. They've only lost twice in 2022. So since the turn of the year, Liverpool beat them 1-0. They could have got more out of that game. They were brilliant. And Cardiff beat them. Uh, somewhere in amongst the, the games since the since the turn of the year. Now, in 2022, they've won their last four. They've won the last four at home and they've won eight of the 10 at home uh, in 2022. So this bet's clicked in all eight of those victories as well. Um, now, as we were just talking about, with Bournemouth losing on Wednesday, if Sheffield United can beat them in the early kickoff, victory for Forest would move them within five points of the Cherries, with Bournemouth still to play on the last game of the season. So just added impetus to second get second last result. game of the season. Uh, second last game of the season. Sorry. Yeah. Just added impetus, added motivation for them to get the win. Birmingham, Lee Bowyer's side, 
they can be party poopers. They've been a phone in the, some of the biggest and best sides in the division at home. But on the road, they've really struggled. Um, they've only picked up four wins this season on the travels. Um, one since November. And, and looking at those sort of bigger, better sides in the division, Bournemouth beaten 3-1 at home, Fulham beat them 6-2, Blackburn, when there was really flying, beat them 4-0. Uh, and it's also worth pointing out that the sort of catalyst for um, sort of like the, the shithousery and the mischievous antics, Lyle Taylor, he's ineligible to, he's ineligible to play because he's on loan from Forest. So, like, what they do well, he, he sort of, I don't know, he sort of, embodies that and he, he's not going to be there. I don't know if they'll miss his presence on the pitch. Um, but I think they'll be they'll certainly be blunter because he's really good offensively and they'll be slightly less boisterous. So we've we've not much to play for for Bournemouth. Uh, for sorry, it's a similar dy- dynamic to the Borough Hull game. Uh, you've got the host with everything to play for and, and the visitors with not a lot. And so I think getting the host on side in some capacity is the way to go again. So my next best bet is Forrest to win. In the game to feature over one goal, that's at 11 to 10 with Bet365. Yep, I like that bet, and it may be very similar to my long shot, but we'll get onto that very shortly. My next best bet for this weekend is Millwall to win to nil at home to Barnsley, 8 to 5 at Paddy Power and Betfair. These two sides still have things to play for, but both their respective targets look to be slipping away, but they won't be giving up hope just yet. My main thinking around this bet is to do with Barnsley's horrendous away form 13 losses in 15 games they've also failed to score in five of their last seven away matches now Millwall have let me down a couple of times recently but surely this is one where they can pick up the the dub here because they've only lost twice at the den since October and I find it difficult to see an upset on the cards, despite Barnsley still trying to furiously chase down Reading as much as they can. Millwall, they've only conceded two goals in the last eight home games as well. They're brilliant defensively. And Barnsley are one of those sides who have been really, really goal shy. Um, They've been a lot better recently, um, but that's mainly been at Oakwell, where they've had a lot of of luck go their way in front of goal. But... Away from home, it's not really changed. They're still pretty hopeless. Uh, they did pick up a win against Hall not too long ago, but Millwall are a much better side than that. And they'll still fancy their chances of getting in the top six because they have got a kind run of games coming up. And if they are to even challenge for the top six, they need to win here. So that is my next best bet for this weekend. It's Millwall to win to nil at home to Barnsley, 85 at Paddy Power and Betfair. Millwall have only conceded two goals in the last eight games, home games, as I say. And Barnsley have failed to score in five of the last seven away matches. So the maths adds up. Um, Jimmy, what's your long shot then for this weekend? Yeah, I've um, gone to Sheffield United's game against Bournemouth and I've gone with a Morgan Gibbs-White card. It's um, 15-2 to two with Sporting Index, which is a big old prize considering it's 7-2 to two with Bet365. Um, I've got a theory in general about these young Premier League loan players that drop down into the EFL about how they perform on a week-by-week week basis compared to how they perform against the side's biggest and better, the side's the, the best the biggest, the best sides in the division. They always seem to turn it on. I haven't got anything to back it up, but Morgan Gibbs-White did score in the reverse. This particular player, he's got an edge 
uh, like it's just I don't know if that's what he, how he motivates himself or how he thrives, but he has definitely, definitely got an edge. He's really tidy on the ball. He's tricky. He's obviously super fit, super fast, super versatile. But he has got an edge, like a nasty streak, a bit like Deli Ali when he first went to Tottenham. Could boil over. It makes him box off. He's brilliant. Um, it, and an example I can think of, he was needlessly booked again in that Borough game against Borough. Uh, there was some sort of handbags. He just ran about thirty yards and inserted himself into the middle of the situation, picked up a unnecessary card. Now I think, um, he, he like I say, this edge does leave him prone or vulnerable to boil over uh, on a big occasion or uh, when when the pressure's on. And uh, like I say, fifteen to two is large. I, I've never seen him this big for a card because um, it's a bet I sometimes have. Usually he's around the 92 mark with Betfair and things. So Sporting Index have gone bold with their price. And I think as a long shot, it's worth a small stake if you've got an account with them at 15 to 2, given the magnitude of the game. Fair enough. My long shot is a bet builder. Suppose we don't do more bet builders for our long mm. shots, um, maybe because they're a bit complicated at times. But this one's not complex by any means. It's Forrest to win by two or more goals and Brennan Johnson to score against Birmingham on Saturday. That pays four to one at bet three, six, five. Not a massive long shot, but I found it tasty anyway. Forrest absolutely flying, as Jimmy was alluding to earlier. Four wins on the bounce, one league loss this calendar year. They've won five of their last six games by two goals or more. They are frightening at the moment. They are scoring goals for fun, and they're not conceding many either. They are easily just winning games right now and are probably, alongside Fulham, the last team you want to face in the division right now. Birmingham's victory over West Brom at the weekend was only their fourth since the start of December. And I'd be surprised if they managed to follow up here with another victory. I don't think they've followed up a victory in the last five months or so with a win. So to see them do anything different here would be a surprise. And as you were mentioning earlier, Jimmy, Lau Taylor, their star striker, is going to be missing because he's playing against his parent club. And he's the one who scores the goals for them. When he's not there, they've got a bit of a problem on their hands. Um, for Forrest, Brennan Johnson has scored goals for fun recently. Four goals in his last three league games. Looks good value to bag again. He was two to one to score any time, which I thought was decent value in itself. But add it, add it to this bet builder, which is similar to Jimmy's next best bet, and you get a tasty, nice price. So that's Forrest to win by two or more goals and Brennan Johnson's score against Birmingham on Saturday. Uh, let's do our treble then, Jimmy. This week, it's Sheffield United, Millwall and Forrest, all to win. £10, pay 68 quid at William Hill. That's Sheffield United, Millwall and Forrest, all to win. £10 pays 68 quid. Tasty one, that, isn't it? Um, just before we go then, Jimmy, let me get you to round up your bets. Who have you gone for? Yeah, my nap is Borough with a minus one goal um, handicap on the Asian handicap. That's uh, 21 to 20 with bet365. My next best is a bet builder. It's Forest to win and the game to feature over one goal. That's at 11 to 10, also with bet365. And my long shot comes from Sheffield United's game against Bournemouth and it's a Morgan Gibbs-White card. That's at 15 to 2 with Sporting Index. Lovely stuff. My best bet this weekend is Sheffield United to win at home to Bournemouth, 7-5 to 
at Betfair. Next best bet is Millwall to win to nil at home to Barnsley. Eight to five at Paddy Power and Betfair. My long shot is a bet builder. It's Forrest to win by two or more goals and Brennan Johnson to score against Birmingham on Saturday. That pays four to one at Bet365. And finally, the treble is Sheffield United, Millwall and Forrest all to win. £10 pays 68 quid at William Hill. I really like that treble. Um, mm. As always, please come responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. Good luck, everyone, with your bets for this weekend. Hopefully, it's a profitable one for us for once. Um, <laughs> any, any bets on the Masters, Jimmy? No, don't know anything about golf. Absolutely zilch knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, Have enough. you? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love golf. Um, I, I think by the time this goes out, many it, well, the tournament's already started at the time of recording, but it may be a bit too late for the, some people to bet. But uh, I've had uh, Justin Thomas. I've had Sam Burns. I've had uh, Zalatoris as well. I really fancy Zalatoris. I think he's a really big price. So for anyone who's uh, back in, in the Masters, then there's my bets. Um, anyone you had in the Grand National? Um, not had anyone in the Grand National yet. Not had anyone yeah. yet. You will do on Saturday, though, won't you? When mm-hmm. it actually comes around to it, because I think everyone has a punt on the Grand National in one way or another. As always, please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. Uh, this has been the second tier betting. We'll be back again. Oh, Jimmy, it's Good Friday. The next round yeah. of fixtures. Um, do you fancy recording on the Wednesday? What's good with me? Yeah, and my only thinking is because. Otherwise, it'll be out on the Thursday, and that's a quite short turnaround for listeners to get involved. So next episode, listener, will be out on Wednesday. So we look forward to seeing you then. This has been the Secretary of Betting. Jimmy, the pump fake for your time today. My pleasure. I've been Ryan Dilks. And you, listener, thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.